everyone, and welcome once again to the Strike Oppose Photo Booth Podcast. This is Jim, the tech manager, coming to you from the secret location under the train station. This week, we are going to take a closer look at print marketing. A couple episodes ago, we talked about old school uh, approaches to marketing and advertising your business. And we're going to focus a little bit more on the old school print aspect of that. Before we get into that, I uh, just want to remind everyone, any thoughts, questions, comments, uh, anything you want to hear about, let us know. Uh, send us an email to podcast at sappb.com. We love getting those emails and we love hearing from you. Before we begin, uh, I'm going to start with a little bit of a story here. Uh, it has a lot to do with uh, print marketing. So my eight-year-old daughter loves to sew. And she, we, we've done many, many sewing projects. She has her own sewing machine. And last year for Christmas, she wanted to make some gifts for folks and decided on making tea wallets, these little foldable wallets that you can put tea pouches in, uh, carry with you. So we made a bunch of those for family members, handed them out. Everyone loved them. A few months later, uh, one of my wife's coworkers saw them and wanted some for her family to give out. So we got our first order of tea wallets and that of course put uh, the entrepreneurial spirit into my daughter who now has a shop on Etsy. Wonderful little thing for her to do. Uh, granted, it's not going to uh, pay a mortgage, but she does enjoy making the tea wallets and she does enjoy selling them online. To advertise that, if you've ever been on Etsy, you know that when you type in any kind of a search term, there's 10,000 things come up no matter what it is. So if you're relying on you know, uh, the, the search engine for Etsy to bring you up to the front, you're going to be a little bit disappointed. So you have to come up with some other avenues. Well, my daughter decided that she wanted to have business cards to hand out to people. So I set her to the task of creating them. She came up with her own logo, uh, her own hand-drawn logo. I scanned that for her. Uh, she designed her own business cards uh, with the font, everything, the appearance, put it all together and printed them out. Now, she has these with her every time we leave the house. So when we're at stores, when we're just out and about, she is not at all shy about handing these cards out and saying, hey, I make tea wallets and here's my shop. It's on Etsy. And that's going to do one of two things. It's going to send people to the website to buy through there, which some have. Other times they just want to do a direct order for cash. And she's all about cash. So that all works out. Now, you know, people might be thinking, well, this is an eight-year-old girl, you know, and she's doing her little thing, selling a tea wallet here and there. But here's the thing. If you're going to think about it that way, then you also have to look at it as, hey, this is so easy. An eight-year-old can do it. Doing your own print marketing is phenomenally easy and we're going to go into the different things that you can do on your own uh, talk about a couple avenues where you can go to help you with that so let's jump into print marketing and all the materials involved when you think of print marketing essentially we're just talking about things like business cards rack cards which you've seen they're about as wide as a business card and maybe about four to six inches tall uh, there's postcards, flyers, and brochures. You can make these things relatively easy. Uh, and I say that because there is some you know, software that you'll have to learn to manipulate. But as far as the paper materials, 
uh, you can get them pretty much anywhere. Like Avery uh, makes a number of print materials, everything from the uh, business cards to brochures, uh, postcards. You can get double-sided uh, where it'll take print on both sides, which can be really, really handy. Now, while most places like Target and Walmart will have these, uh, usually they'll have the business cards, uh, a lot of times mailing labels of different sizes. So you're really going to have better luck finding a big variety in your office stores or even online, uh, searching Amazon or even uh, like Avery.com so that you can find the uh, product that you want to work with. Ideally, you're going to want to work with all of these things. You're going to, going, to, going to want to create business cards, rack cards, postcards, flyers, and brochures. Because in everyday life, you're going to effectively have a chance to utilize every single one of these. So let's go ahead and start with business cards. Business cards are the staple of print marketing and advertising. Uh, people have been handing out business cards of some fashion for many, many, many years, many decades. And those days are not gone yet. Having business cards on you at all times is just what you need to do if you're going to have your own business. Because anywhere you are, at any moment, there can be an opportunity to go ahead and slip that card into somebody's hand. That's a you know important thing to be able to do. And again, this comes into that whole thing we've talked about before on you need to step outside yourself. You need to be that business person, that entertainer, that presenter. You have to break that mold if this isn't your normal kind of thing to say, oh, hey, I have a business card here with my contact information on it and just insert that into a conversation when the opportunity uh, allows. Now, creating business cards at home is pretty simple. Like I said, there are things like uh, Avery uh, paper products that uh, they're you know pre-cut. All you have to do is print to them and then you just fold them in half and they split at the seams and you have a nice stack of business cards, usually 10 to a sheet, something you can print on your home printer, your color printer. You can also get templates that you can use with a number of software packages out there, uh, like Publisher uh, for Microsoft, uh, Microsoft Word, Pages for the Mac, things like that. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. So any of these products, business cards or otherwise, most of them will have some sort of online template that you can use to help you design and print these things so that they come out at the right size and, and look really well done. Now, while you're looking at making business cards, you're also going to want to think about the other things that I mentioned, the rack cards, the postcards, flyers, and brochures. The things you'll be dealing with mostly at events would be uh, flyers, brochures, and postcards, and the rack cards. These are things that you can set up on tables. Uh, you can carry postcards around with you, certainly, uh, or a couple flyers and brochures, which is recommended to do, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, on, on what you should have with you. All of these things, the opportunity to hand them out to somebody, is it's, it's always there. You can always work it in. And even if it's a little, you know, kind of impromptu, uh, don't be afraid to do it. It's your business, and you want to get the word out there that you're here, and you have a service to give, and you want people to come to you and pay you money to give them that service. Now, to start putting these materials together, there's you know two ways you can go about this. Number one, you can just have somebody professionally put all this together for you, design your cards, your logos, uh, produce these print materials. That can be a little pricey, but it's certainly it's not a bad option. A lot of people do that. That's why these organizations exist, is because they do the hard work, and you get the benefit of having some really good-looking material 
uh, to advertise and market your business. However, you can do this on your own. Uh, again, like I said, you're going to have to tackle some software. Some of the number one packages that are out there uh, would be Adobe InDesign, Adobe Illustrator, and even Adobe Photoshop. Any of those three will give you just masterful control over what you're going to design. Now, again, for the beginner, that's a lot of stuff to get into. So there are other programs like Microsoft Publisher, Microsoft Word, uh, Pages for the Mac. These are all software pieces that do a magnificent job. And uh, I mean, I myself use Pages more than anything else, even though I have all the Adobe products. And the reason for that is, uh, you know, you can go overboard and just go crazy using all of the features in, in the advanced software. I, however, like to keep my stuff simple. One, because... You know, I don't want to spend an inordinate amount of time on something that isn't going to look much better than what I started with because I'm not an artist. You can only go so far without that artistic skill. But even someone like me, I can use the shapes. I can learn a few tricks in the software and I can create a lot of stuff, which I have done. And like I said before, long before the Internet, I had to advertise uh, these old school marketing. It's all print. Uh, I had to come up with my own stuff. The difference between today and back then, though, is today there is a nearly infinite amount of tutorial videos out there that you can find on pretty much anything, on how to do anything. So regardless of the software that you're using, I would bet good money there's a YouTube video out there and it will show you at least the top five basic things to do in that software to get started. So all those avenues are out there to learn how to create your marketing materials to uh, you know create designs create your logo uh, get the right kind of font get the right kind of look and really for a you know 25 dollar printer that you can get at any store an inkjet printer and uh, eight bucks for a packet of either business card or postcard paper you can do your own thing and save a lot of money in the long run because having it done professionally does cost uh and it's, it's going to be a lot more than doing it on your own. But again, it's a completely viable option. But we're just going to talk about doing it on your own for a little bit. Creating your business cards, when you're looking at doing something like that, you want to think of something that you can move forward into a theme. So if you're going to start with business cards, that's fine. Uh, that's probably where you should start. But in designing them, in thinking of how it's going to look, what kind of logo, even the type of font, any kind of colors, Think not just about the card, but think about the bigger picture because all these other different types of marketing materials are larger than a business card, clearly. Try to make sure that you have some kind of a theme that can easily translate to different sizes as you move from one medium to another. So from business card to postcard to rack card or to even a flyer, things are going to have to be moved around, placed in different locations, different sizes and so forth. So, you know, that's the first step of coming up with this for yourself is to you know figure out, okay, what is the theme? How do I want this to look? And how's that going to look on a bigger scale? So that's you know an easy way to start. So you get that picture in your head, and then you can start taking that to the software. And like I said, there's you know Microsoft Word, Microsoft Publisher, Pages for the Mac. There's all kinds of other software out there besides the Adobe products that are clearly for the professional. They're not difficult to get your arms around to figure out how to do the basic stuff on. But again, if you want to simplify it, Go for one of the smaller packages and start experimenting. Start putting things on there. Start typing out your name, your phone number, the name of the business, uh, how you want it to look. Play with it 
and find something that you like. When you do find something you like, then go ahead and start designing other pieces from the business cards, go to brochures or flyers or postcards, whatever, and start printing those out and have them with you. That's the number one thing. None of this stuff does any good if you leave it at home or if you continuously walk around and go, oh, I don't have my card with me. You should always have business cards on you at every single moment of the day when you are not in your house. You can stick them in your wallet. You can stick them in your purse, stick them in your backpack, keep them in your pocket, whatever, but have them with you. Even leaving them in the car is going to put you at a disadvantage because you're going to be in a situation where you're not in your car. The opportunity comes up. You don't have it. It's in the car. And going back to the car to get a business card and come back to that situation, that is very likely going to result in a moment lost. Now, Earlier I said, you know, you should have kits with you. So let's talk about marketing promotion kits. Once you start making these things, you should carry them around with you. I, for the longest time, carried around a folder that had not just business cards, but postcards, flyers, the rack cards, uh, and a couple of brochures. And I really, I, I kept that in the car because again, while not ideal, you can't always carry an entire folder of materials around with you. But a lot of situations I was able to go out and utilize these materials, uh, not specifically the business cards, but things like the flyers especially. Because one of the things that you want to do once you have your materials is look for the opportunities. What can you do with them? Now, I spent a lot of time posting my flyers and sometimes business cards on public message boards, bulletin boards. Uh, you can see my grocery stores, garages, you know, anywhere that you see a cork board with things hanging off of it, try to get your stuff on there. Always ask permission if you're able to. Some of the stuff is in a weird location where nobody's around, so that just go ahead and you know put your stuff up there. But if it's in a store or a garage or a barbershop or a salon, ask, hey, do you mind if I stick this up here? Uh, flyers these days might be a little big. I would still try and go for it, but that's why you have this stuff with you in your car. You have your postcards. You have your rack cards. You have smaller, different size things that you can stick up on these boards. And again, don't underestimate their effectiveness. I have found a number of services on those boards, particularly going to the garage when I take the truck in. Um, I found carpenters, I found plumbers, electricians, drywallers, uh, plasterers uh, because of these cards. Number one, they're local businesses. Number two, it's right there. I just look at the board and if I see what I want, I'm going to grab it. Now, if you're the only photo booth person with a card on that board and someone happens to think, oh, I need a photo booth, you have no advertising competition at that point. And that's how it was with a number of the services that I got off of those boards, uh, particularly a plasterer. Not a lot of people working in plaster these days. That was the only card up there. I happened to have need of that service. So that young woman got my job, did magnificent work at a great price, and uh, just couldn't, couldn't go wrong with that. So message boards can be extremely valuable in you getting your advertising and marketing out there to the public. So when you see them, make sure you have stuff with you that you can go ahead and post your uh, goods on. Now, you're going to want to make sure that your promo kit has at least five copies of everything. So five brochures, five flyers, five postcards, five rack cards, uh, business cards. You should have a, a stock of those with you anyway. Uh, keep some extras in the marketing kit folder. But Having that stuff available in numbers, if and you know maybe ten copies of each. I mean, really, it's up to you. Uh, I think five is usually a good way to start. Um, you know, if you give out three, go home and print three more off and fill it back into the folder, fill in those gaps so that you're ready for the next time. 
Now, going into this next part, I want to preface it with uh, a absolutely do not do. So uh, we're going to talk about using a snail mail campaign. So email is great and everything, but we're talking old school. And you can, again, not underestimate the value of snail mail. However, do not place flyers, cards, brochures, anything. Do not place anything in anybody's post office box, mailbox, whatever, unless you've mailed it. Okay. We're not going to get into the deep parts of it, but it is illegal to just drop things in mailboxes. Uh, so don't do that. Initiate a mail campaign. As we talked about earlier, if you join like the Chamber of Commerce, there are mailing lists. Some of them keep uh, people who voluntarily put themselves on the list. So that gives you a market to reach and create a mail campaign. Again, this is going to cost, but this is marketing and advertising. If you're looking to do everything for absolutely free, you're not going to get far. So I can't stress that enough. Don't try and do everything on the cheap when it comes to the point where you have to pay, like for postage, go ahead and do it. Now, the great thing with mail campaigns is you have your flyers. You can fold those up, stuff them in there. You can do your brochures. Uh, you can uh, put your postcards in an envelope, whatever you want to do. But you can also, for that particular campaign, you can put in custom coupons. So, you know, because you received this letter, if you book before such and such, you can use this coupon to get X power cent off or X number of dollars off, things like that. If you really wanted to amp it up, what you could do is not only just include a coupon, but include a post-paid survey form or a card that they can send back to you so that you can get feedback on the effectiveness of your snail mail campaign. Again, everyone does email blitzes. We collect email addresses through the darkroom software uh, when they do email or photo or um, texting, things like that. But this is a way to approach, again, the old school. So to uh, get their attention outside of what people are used to every day, which is being bombarded in Facebook, their email, spam folders, and so on. And it can also create a more personal connection with folks. Now, you know, we all look at junk mail as junk mail, whether it's electronic or physical. But when I get things from local businesses that, you know, I know that these didn't go out to 100,000 people, they're doing small, like we have a couple neighborhood stores that market to the neighborhood. I always pay attention to these things. And I may not need that service right now, but again, I'm one of those people. I respect the small businessmen and what they're trying to do. And I would really rather support them than go down the street to, you know, a big box store, uh, all that good stuff. Um, but it, it's important to establish connections. And especially when you're in the entertainment business, you are, you're in your neighborhood, but you know, you're doing business in different counties and cities in the surrounding area. You're not going to have that community feel because you're so far from them. So this physical connection uh, through a mail campaign, even handing someone a business card while you're out and about and you're in the next city, that's a personal connection. That's something that's going to be one step above your digital marketing campaign and everyone else's campaigns. So this is really something that you need to uh, focus on and consider folding into uh, the way you advertise yourself. Now, in addition to message boards and a, a regular uh, snail mail campaign, we talked a little bit before about partnerships. Well, you don't really need to get a partnership with somebody to ask a business, hey, can I put some brochures up here on your counter? And this is easily identified. Whenever you go in somewhere and you're at the counter paying for something and you see brochures for different businesses that have nothing to do with the establishment that you're in, that is an invitation to at least ask, hey, I see you got these businesses here. Uh, someone I need to talk to about maybe placing mine up here. 
try to begin that conversation. Someone may say, no, that's just so-and-so or whatever. Okay, fine. But if there is, you know, get a name and number of someone, if it needs to be the store manager, if it's someone at corporate or headquarters, whatever, wherever you are, try to take advantage of that. Don't just look at other people's ads on counters. Be one of those people with ads on the counters. And again, when I've mentioned this to people, um, you know, I get the feedback that, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I can do that. Well, this is what it is to have a business. It's not that you can just sit behind the, you know, comfort of the general sense of anonymity and being separated from the, the public by doing everything online. You really want to get out there and, you know, do what you can to get your business going. You want to be the best business that you can run. So if that means you have to strap on your, I'm a business person today, I'm an entertainer today, I'm going to step outside my whatever version I am today into this next version boots, then strap them on. Throw those boots on and do that. Talk to people, engage with people. Start to embrace the old school method of print marketing because the more marketing and advertising that you have going for you, the more successful you're going to be. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. Everyone says that. And it's very, very true. You really need to get out there and, you know, be the business owner. And last but certainly not least, that brings us to your events. You need to be in that business entertainment mode when you're doing your events. So you might as well take advantage of that since you're already stepping outside of yourself and engage in handing out materials at your event. Being at an event just simply isn't running it by sitting there. Uh, we talked about how you have to engage the people, make it fun, create an experience, a memory for them that what they will share with other folks and either want to have again with you or uh, those folks that they tell about it want to experience that. So not just a photo booth, but an experience. Well, same thing goes for your marketing materials. You are at an event. People are already interested in the photo booth. Not only are they seeing it physically, but now you have the opportunity to give them business cards. You have the opportunity to give your flyers, your whole advertising market, marketing spiel, what uh, in, in script writing, we call it the elevator pitch. 30 seconds or less, pitch your film, go. And you have to hit all the marks to get someone's interest. So rather than trying to strike up a conversation with each and every individual who comes in through the booth, what you have is your marketing materials that will do that for you. Take your elevator pitch, throw it on your materials, have a stand with brochures or flyers or postcards, whatever you want, uh, certainly your business cards in a little stack somewhere. And use everything to bolster your presence. So not only is someone in the booth and they're having a good time, they're like, ooh, I wonder, you know, maybe I want one of these for my birthday or something or, you know, for, or uh, my wedding, whatever event I've got coming up. Well, they certainly can strike up a conversation with you. But if they, whether they do or not, if you have print materials that they can take with them out of there besides the strips, uh, and the strips themselves are marketing materials, but you can't put a lot of stuff on there. Sometimes they may not want your name on there. I mean, that's kind of up to you and your customers to decide how that works. But, you know, don't rely on your photo strips to do the job that all this other stuff can do for you. So again, do what you can do within your own skill set to get this going and make it happen. Learn the software, try and do this stuff yourself. And if not, then go to an online service. There are a lot of places online. Uh, Vistaprint, is uh, one of them, vinstaprint.com, where you can go, and they specialize in this. I mean, this is what their business is all about. They have very basic designers you can do through the browser. You can create a, a conversation with somebody to uh, get a little bit more specialized attention uh, or help on what it is that you want. 
and you can create your materials, hit submit the order, and it will get printed and shipped to you. So that's something to check out. Uh, you can also, you know, just check out on marketing print materials and see who's out there. But these are things that you can do if you can't do it yourself. And, and sometimes it's just too much. Maybe you don't have uh, any of the software that we've talked about. And that's fine because there are some bare bones things out there that don't run on the typical commercial software. I myself have a couple of machines that have none of that stuff on there. And I use those machines for a ton of things. Um, then go online. So, you know, Vistaprint can get it done for you. And, you know, it's, it's a lot smaller of a learning curve. Uh, these online designers, they try to make them relatively simple uh, to use because you're doing it through a web page. So, you know, it's not going to be uh, an elaborate thing going on there. But these are things that you can do and that you should do. You really should do, even if on a small scale, because even on a small scale, print marketing and advertising is absolutely going to propel you at least one step past your digital online presence and uh, your digital storytelling of your business. So give it a thought. Think of what you could do, where you could put these things up, or you could set up some racks with brochures or business cards, uh, the public boards that you could put things on um, and, and go for it. Even on a small scale, try it out and build it up. And really the thing to remember is no matter what approach you make, uh, whether you, you know, go to a service, uh, you have someone do it for you, uh, or you do it yourself on the software, you can do it. This can be done. You know, like I said at the beginning, my daughter decided she wanted to do this. I put it in her hands. She did it. They, these cards look great. And, you know, she works it. Now, granted, she's eight and, uh, you know, as an eight-year-old, incredibly adorable, but she uses every opportunity that she can to hand those cards out and make 10 bucks here and there. So you can do this and you should do this. Uh, we've given, you know, some, some beginning steps on how to do this. And really the rest just comes down to you. You have to put in the time and effort, not only with this, but within all aspects of the business. We've said that many times. And the more effort you put in, the better you're going to do. That's just the, the law of averages. The more you put in, the more you'll get back. So, Really work it. Uh, try out these software packages. Uh, if you have the basic stuff like Pages, Microsoft Word, Publisher, or something on your computer already, start fidgeting while you think about how I would like my business card to look, how I would like a brochure to look, or a flyer, or anything like that. Go out and search some YouTube videos. Find those tutorials, those lessons on how to start the basic aspects of you know designing within these basic programs. Go ahead and do it. You have absolutely nothing to lose by doing so. All right. That's going to be it for this week. I want to thank you for listening. Again, any thoughts on this podcast or any other, send us an email, uh, podcast at sappb.com. Also, if you would like to be interviewed for an upcoming episode and have your business featured uh, in that episode, go ahead. Uh, again, podcast at sappb.com. Shoot an email and uh, we'll see what we can do about getting you in the air. would love to talk to our owners and uh, hear their successes and uh, you know a lot of good advice for other people. So go ahead and send them in. So until next week, this is Jim. I'm going to wish everyone continued success. And with this new approach to print marketing, uh, get those jobs. And in the meantime, I'm going to wish you all happy boothing. 